Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. I'm here again. Here again, right? <laughs> I know. It's the first day of November. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. November. Oh, um, my gosh. So I just finished one of my busiest seasons with Halloween wrapping up. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of... <laughs> uh, Kate does a lot of parties. She I does do. a lot of group activities uh, in that month of October, and... She had some fabulous stories this year. You did. So you had some fun. I did. I feel like I'm like HIPAA when it comes to like who I read for. Yeah. (laughs) So I like keep it really private, but it was definitely a really fun season. I got to Mm -hmm. read for some celebrities, I'll say, of Las Vegas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So switching gears, um, everyone's house has already probably been decorated clearly for Halloween. So the decoration process. Probably decorations are coming down, you know. Has started. But today we're really going to focus on how to decorate for Thanksgiving or Mm. fall season um, and Christmas or Hanukkah, just basically how we decorate for the remainder of the year. Just because, you know, sometimes I feel like decorations feel more like a chore to some people. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. But also, and this is where you have to be really honest with yourself. Okay. And, and you know, I just think, you know, once November 1, you're decorating. They're, they're pretty much everyone is. I understand some people don't, but whatever. Uh, uh, the question is, are you decorating for other people? Mm. Are you decorating for yourself? Oh, yeah. That's that, that's where I feel like I got oftentimes got caught up in years like, oh, people are going to be coming over, and so I got to make it look really, you know, nice. I think that's a real key True. thing about how much you're doing to, I hate to say, impress, mm-hmm. you know, versus, you know, what how you would personally just do it for yourself. Yeah, I think that also opens up the idea about, like, do you, you just decorate the exact same way that you decorated last year? Oh, yeah, go on default. Or, like, maybe even default from, like, what your parents taught you. That, yeah. oh, with the, you know, they maybe handed you down stuff, so you feel obligated, and maybe you don't even relate to the way that you're decorating. You know, I really encourage everyone just to think about that, because that is so true. Just like, oh, the tr- where was the tree? Oh, the tree was there last year. Okay, that's where it's going again. Sometimes we just default into, mm-hmm. oh, we always use these ornaments, we always use this. And can I share what we did last year? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it was COVID last year, right? Uh, so... Yeah. Uh, we decided we usually put up three trees in the house. Okay. Okay, that's okay. being modest. Okay. <laughs> well, there's other ones too, but the three big ones. Okay. okay. And anyhow, one of them we decided last, you know, because I don't know, it takes a lot of effort, that big tree, to get it up and decorate it does, and everything. And we weren't, I don't think we had the solstice last year. No, we didn't have the we solstice gathering. So, anyhow, yeah. crazy thing. If anyone else can do this, I really encourage you. So, we set it up inside the living room like we normally would. And then we thought, do we really want to decorate this thing? Because we're just going to be the two of us, blah, blah, So we moved it outside outside the living room window so mm-hmm. we could see it. And it was pre-lit. Yep. So we plugged it in outside. And so we could see it from the living room. And I didn't have to move all my furniture. I didn't have the needle issue. This is artificial, obviously, tree. The point was, it was fabulous. And it was so out of the box. Yeah, there's probably only limited places that you can do that in the world, that it wouldn't right. be just like covered with snow or something. Right, exactly. Um, but I remember it really felt like a cabin, the way that, because you were like, it looked like there was Christmas trees outside, <laughs> which outside. we don't have in Las Vegas. And then we did on the other, on the dining room window, did the same thing, put a tree, a flock tree outside on, under the back porch. Yep. Anyhow, it was very interesting. So again, I'm not saying that yeah, anyone needs to do that, but it was an example of, 
out-of-the-box thinking about how we can decorate without sometimes the disruption. Correct. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you put the tree in, something's got to budge. You got to move furniture closer together. You got to take a piece of furniture out of the room. Well, I think you make a good point about that, especially last year. There was already so much disruption happening. Yes, yes. So you might have been energetically thinking, I can't take any more disruption and I'm not going to take any disruption in my home because I've already been disrupted in so many different areas of my life. Oh my gosh, she's got me on the couch right now. She's analyzing me. (laughs) But (laughs) But you're probably right. But I'm thinking for someone that maybe just, they just moved across the country and got a new job and now Uh, you're being, you're overwhelmed thinking, or maybe that's, I don't know, maybe I'm giving you some psychology about why you're feeling like I don't want to do that this year, but you've already mm -hmm. faced so much other disruption that the decorations yeah. go outside. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or well, they are they're done in a different way. You know, just do it in a different way. So yeah. just it's you know what? Make this the season mm-hmm. to reconsider. Yeah. Just to reconsider. And why are we talking about this? We're really kind we're really this is kind of a talk about feng shui. It is. It's a talk about what's going on in your home environment. Is it supporting you or is it dragging you down? Correct. It's very simple, really. Yeah. And a lot of decorations can just clutter up the countertop. So now I can't get my mixer out because I got this lighted garland. fixture garland there. <laughs> I can't get into my hutch because something is blocking that, you know, wreath, yeah. wreath oh, all these things. So just prioritize, prioritize maybe yourself. I did it last year. And yeah. again, I'm still talking about it. I know. And so- I'm, I've, well, you've decided you're going to do it again this we year. We already decided really we're going to do it. this again because that really worked out pretty darn well. Yeah. So we might pose a question. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, you can actually chime in and type in an answer. But we're curious if you think more people will decorate this year. Yeah. So because last year might have been a little bit more minimized or muted, do you think people are going to kind of go wild this go year? Go wild, exactly. I feel like I've seen that with the parties Oh, this really? Was for Halloween. I mean, oh. there were several nights that I worked two gigs back to back because mm-hmm. I was trying to, you know, it's busy season. Might as well get it in. But I just thought, mm-hmm. especially compared to last year, obviously, mm-hmm. like there was just so many parties. Yeah. Make, well, it would make sense. It would make sense. But let's talk about the idea that, you know, we're going into fall. Mm-hmm. Days are getting shorter. Right. And just think of... Uh, when we've spoken about feng shui over the years, we understand that we're, you're trying to balance out uh, uh, the energy in a space. Correct. So it's not too extreme. I mean, you must have had storylines where you walked in and there was just like too much red. Everywhere you looked, there was red or there were candles, too oh, much yeah. fire energy in a home. Right. And the person was talking about how exhausted they were. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I know. I certainly said, you know what? I'm counting. I'm standing here and I'm counting 20 candles that I can see standing in this particular space. Mm-hmm. I said, we need, you know, I strongly recommend, let's reduce this number of fire. You're drained. So using that principle. Even the opposite, like when I go into houses that are oh. all light blues and all whites. Uh, oh, yeah. And then they're talking about, I can't get something started. And I'm thinking, mm. well, it's too, it's too calm in here. There's yeah. no fire. There's no drive. Right. So we can see it both ways. Okay. Well, that's a great example. But so now let's look at to the climate. So it's getting darker out here in the north, northern hemisphere, obviously. So we need light. Mm-hmm. And isn't it? I mean, it's so unspoken. Holiday time comes out. People bring the candles out of the cupboard, right? But they also start stringing lights everywhere. Yes. Lighting up the darkness. It's such a almost, I don't know, automatic reflex of the human 
the dark, you know, the more darkness there is, the more lights we're going to turn on. Right. Absolutely. So I think we want to, what we want to think about is the calmness aspect of holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I always remember what is it? Silent night, all is calm, all is bright. And I don't think that that's necessarily the mantra of, I'll just speak for the USA when it comes oh. to holidays. Yeah, they get a little crazy. We think, I think crazy. of people like bombarding the Walmarts or the Targets or, you know, stress because I have a party here and I have to make cookies for that, that it can be very overwhelming. It can be, yeah. But I think it's a mantra. I think a mantra in my life is calm and bright. I like that. That's a, it's an, a great uh, lift, lift a, um, lyrics out of Silent Night, <laughs> you know, here, but that's what your intention is. So we're talking about it early, I know, but it just starts rolling here pretty quickly. Yeah. So before, so um, if you're cleaning up ho- Halloween decorations this week, before you just roll into fall, right? <laughs> uh, we might suggest that you take an empty box mm-hmm. and go around to the home and start packing up a few things that you don't necessarily need until January 1st. You know what? You just want to create an, a little extra space extra space on every horizontal piece of furniture you have or dining room table and just you know simplify it a bit before you bring out yeah so if you use the next holiday stuff like a hutch to decorate you could remove a couple stacks of plates that you know oh these aren't my holiday plates take them away so it creates an open space in the hutch that you can put then decorations in instead of setting the decorations on top of (laughs) these stacks of plates yeah, you know, we're all who's not guilty of that. Yeah. Well, you right? gave a great example, just saying like any horizontal surfaces in the house. If you have, you know, Buddhas or extra lamps or picture frames or decorative books sitting out, what of those things can come down just mm-hmm. to create that space? And one also it makes your decorations look a lot better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like your idea. Just basically, you know, walk around. I like those a lot. Those file boxes, you know, they have the handles built in. Walk around with that in your home. Yeah. And see what you can pick up. Right. <laughs> I think it might be a pretty amazing. Yeah. And then then consider what you're going to bring out. Right. And reconsider. That's the word for, the, for this fall. Reconsider how you've placed things and how it could be more meaningfully placed with intention maybe even. Yeah. Of calm and bright. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, something to kind of even go back to Halloween, just since they've been through that now is, you know, decorations can change our mood because we're bringing in, you know, I think we kind of touched on this on a couple episodes ago about the Halloween decorations, but, um, you know, if you have more skulls in your house or you had more creepy spiders in the house, did you feel like you were attracting maybe creepier situations <laughs> maybe you were just drawn to watching scary movies right which that seems yeah, that's like fine. common but sometimes these decorations can get you in the mood and we want you to still kind of keep that in mind as you move forward with decorations and i'm just going to share one story um from a client and i know she gave me permission at the time to share it but she had put a sign on her mm. front door like where like a wreath would go right and it said fall Mm. Oh, yeah, fall, like welcome fall. Okay. Yeah, but it just said it fall fall in big letters. Or maybe it said like welcome, like really small, like right. in wire cursive. Mm-hmm. And then on the big pumpkin, it said fall. And at the time, she was kind of prone to some weird things happening in her life. And we kind of decided maybe 
let's not put the word fall on in the front door. The front door. You so, know, again, if you're not it, following the idea of, like, tripping fall, that was the concern that we're kind of putting that word out there. Right. Into... And fall is, fall is a descending season. Very true. Right? Leaves fall. True. Everything Right. So we have that sense of kind of a little depressive feeling sometimes, too, looking within. So, yeah, you have to be careful with those fall decorations that they don't get too dark. Right. Well, and so something like that or the idea of, oh, I we're putting dead leaves everywhere in the house <laughs> right. uh, again other things that just bring down the vibration so if especially if you're shopping for new things or maybe just being a little bit more discriminative of your as you're bringing things out of your holiday box about what does this mean or what else could this mean versus mm-hmm. just what mm-hmm. just the habit of putting it out and you know it's hard i have had personal experience with it and again we have several sets of collections of santas and soldiers and things of that nature and then at some point you go like okay, do we need all 30 of these? You know, and then you start going, okay, let's put out just 25 this year. Let's reduce it to 20, you know. I mean, we're, we're kind of, we we were nuts over yeah. the holiday season for decades. Yeah. And we're weaning ourselves a tad bit now. But uh, yeah, it looks better. It does. It looks better, yeah, right? I agree. Um, something else is the idea of, like, look for nature when it comes to holiday decoration. So... I mean, you mentioned some things like, you know, Santas or skulls. There's thing pumpkins that we, I guess pumpkins are nature, but nature. Um, yeah. we associate so many things with the holidays and even just bringing more prosperity into the home by showing the holiday through nature. You're, you're in, you're in harmony. You're in harmony with the planet we're living on when you use nature themes and whether it's pillows that have a a leaf print on them or whether it's a, a throw that has some you know natural mm-hmm. motif nature motif in it it just makes sense and anyhow it's it's a it's, gr- it's grounding it's attractive generally yeah i mean growing up i think you'd always do like the bowls of cranberries and then yeah. put the candles in them Right. Or the sometimes rice. we would even decorate lemons and limes mm-hmm. with like a little mm-hmm. glitter, rhinestones, mm-hmm. and walnuts. Bowls. We took walnuts, walnuts and rolled them in glitter, and they just they actually made a great uh, on a plate in the foyer. Uh, you know, yeah, it looked fantastic. So anyhow, it was, yeah, it just it, it's hard it's it's hard to speak what it does. I, the word magic oftentimes comes up when we're talking about holidays and twinkling lights and things like that and it has some bigger effect on you than you than you actually realize right even if maybe you were listening thinking i'm actually not a big decorator and yeah you don't want to go out and buy a bunch of yeah. stuff you don't right. know maybe what your theme is or and store it and store <laughs> it yeah this is a great way is just to use some of these natural ways to Absolutely. In- increase that energy in the home Mm-hmm. Something else I thought was interesting about this idea of decorate throughout your home. Yes. So yes. I think that go- really goes to what we started with about do you decorate for yourself or do you decorate for others? Right. So if you're decorating just for others, you might just limit your decorations to the living room or right, the front fam- entry. <laughs> exactly. Just exactly what people are going to see. But, you know, the idea of a, a small tree in the bedroom or something, some holly in the bathroom mm-hmm. again it, it sounds but Very it carry but it carries through the energy and so the idea is just when we're only decorating one space that it's only raising the energy in that area um, but if we put simple de- decorations throughout the whole house the intentions can connect to all the areas of your life absolutely absolutely 
Well, do you do holiday cards still? I do. Okay. I love holiday cards. I'm, I like looking. I like shopping for holiday cards still. I understand it. It's definitely something that is passing by, I'm sure. Right. But I still love it, and I display every card that comes into the house in kind of a big way. Mm-hmm. So you can't miss them. Right. And, <laughs> and uh, I think of them as points of energy. Someone has sent me a card, and it says, it says, you know, Merry Christmas, or it says Happy New Year, or it says, oh, may your year be filled with blessings, or bless your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all great mantras. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I don't want to leave them, put them back in the envelope, and just keep them, you know, in a bowl someplace. Right. I like to open them up and have them on display. Anyhow, yeah, I have I my swag, my swag of... You do of, of uh, holiday cards. You know, my mom did it as well. She had it. She draped. She actually went from one corner of the living room over to another and tied it onto the drapery rod. And, oh, really? You know, my yeah, it was really cute that you know she hung them right out. I mine are on up against the wall, but over a window. Yeah. So just to give you an idea, she takes a cord and ties, ties it to the it end of the uh, drapery rod. And then and then then my father below. put a. A nail then so it went across a corner of the room so it was kind of diagonally in the living room and, uh, and then you tent the cards on and them, then tented the cards yeah. off exactly or taped them on you know anyhow that's what she did and I've done I've obviously those things stick with you absolutely um, maybe we should talk to about if people have had a hard year in regards to employment yes. or yeah, um, just, if they're seeking yeah. new opportunities mm-hmm. we might suggest that they put a special focus around the front door when decorating mm-hmm. maybe play up the door a little bit more than you usually would mm-hmm. um, now not to the point that we can't get to your front door or that we're tripping <laughs> <Right>. over <laughs> decorations tripping over wires right <laughs> yeah. to get to the front door yeah <laughs> kind but, of a home alone booby trapped yeah. house <laughs> yeah but something where you're illuminating the walkway to the front door there's a big the path yeah the path is a big wreath on the front door. And again, I just want to make sure everyone catches that. If you're looking for a new way, if you're looking for a new path, if you're trying to find your way out of something, right, mm-hmm. put focus on the path to the front door. Um, those that have heard us talk about feng shui for years now know that the feng shui, uh, excuse me, the front door is really important in a house really important suggesting new energy coming in the doorbell ringing who's there a package is coming into the home someone's there outside the door with a a package for us or you know good news or whatever so the the symbolism is to um, focus on the front door and sometimes something simple as you know a spotlight uh, extra wattage bulb around the front door bring more light or more attention or strings of lights around the front door yeah or wreaths mm-hmm. right anything that puts a more focus on that to bring new opportunity i like that you know well you know what and and nobody knows that you've, you're setting the intention it doesn't scream that's what I like about these methods. They're not screaming feng shui. Oh, absolutely. You're not screaming, <laughs> I'm looking for my new path, right? True. You're just you're decorating, but with consciousness. Yeah. Well, when we talk about that consciousness, we could all, I want to just talk about the idea of the Christmas tree real quick. Because, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, some people, they just, it's a, what do they call it? Like a, a mod podge or whatever they call it, like of just every ornament they've ever received. Yes, right. A collection, of, yes. Yeah. And then some people do it where, oh, only... Very themed. Yeah, themed or only, you know, pinks and purples are allowed on this tree. Right, um, right. 
But if you've never done an intention tree, you know, and again, regardless of your religious background, right? The idea of a small tree that is intention based. Mm -hmm. So I know you introduced us to this concept when we were pretty young about we each got our own little tree and then we had to think of what we wanted to manifest essentially that year. And then only ornaments that supported that intention got to go on the tree. Yeah. So it wasn't a a matter of having tons of ornaments. It was only a a matter of this. No, this matches my intention. Yeah. I started out the first year I did it is I did a, a small tree of birds. Yes. And I set the intention at the time I was very deep into the feng shui and my reputation. And so I just did a tree of birds and set the intention uh, in a particular area of the house for to be seen. Birds have the big view. They're associated with uh, uh, being respected, flying high in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a very successful year we had. Yeah. And I kind of set the intention for all of us, obviously the whole family. And that's, I think, the next Christmas. Okay, now you do your own. Yeah. So I think the, I did a purse tree. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of purses that go on my big tree. Yeah. Um, Dad did a guitar tree, which is still yes. an active tree that goes oh up God, every year. Oh, my God, that has grown. Yes, <laughs> yes. Started with just a few guitars. He must have, like, over 75 guitar ornaments now. Probably. Probably. Um, so it is something that you can do. So if it's something that, oh, I want to get into photography or something, yeah. and you could get some ornaments of cameras or... Oh, um, take even, little pictures, cut little pictures out, put little frames on them. I mean, I'm not... You just yeah. paper, you know, just paper works there, you know. I was even thinking, like, Polaroid pictures and just putting that oh. into the tree branches. Set the intention. And you can sneak these in even on a full-dressed formal tree. True. You can't see every ornament. You know, yeah. set, put, set, nestle something deep into the tree that holds some symbolism for you about what it is you'd like to achieve. True. Because the tree is one big triangle with, you know, because at this time of the year, whether it's through religion or whether it's through parties, we're trying to lift our spirits, mm-hmm. shoot for the highest goal. And that's that point on that triangle. That's why we oftentimes have stars at the top of the tree, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tap into that energy. With it. It's all around us in our culture. Set personal intentions with it. Yeah, so I think you made that clear. But even if just to kind of solidify mm-hmm. that even more, it's like let's say you want to be that photographer and you have those mm-hmm. pictures on there and the, the camera ornaments, and then it's on this phallic energy, yeah. this phallic shape that's shooting to the sky. Yes. You're like that's right. raising the elevation of those thoughts or intentions even more. Yes, Absolutely, yeah. It's called conscious intention. I've given this example for years, but you know, if I if I bump into somebody and I say, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and there's sincerity, people go, "Oh, oh, no problem, no problem." But if I just bump into them heavily and then just keep on going, they have like, "Whoa!" Like conscious intention. People read. There's a difference. Someone can do the same thing, but how people react or how you respond. Dictates what your what really were your intentions. Very true. So it's the same. Now, it's a great time to be using it because there's all sorts of excuses to decorate during this time of the year, <laughs> Very right? True. But I thought we should talk about you know maybe um, you kind of mentioned the idea maybe someone who's lost or confused where to go next in 2022. But just think of people that are maybe are you know um, suffering but that have had a lot of stress or continuing to have a lot of stress in the home environment. Is that a good idea to, you know, be bringing in a lot of holiday stuff on top of, you know? Maybe it's an energy that we need to 
pare down or be more more conscious yet. I agree. If there's already intention in the home, um, we don't need to add a bunch of red right. <laughs> red items because red's associated with fire. Red, I, I don't know. In recent years, I do feel like the holidays have shifted to some more pastel colors. Yes, they I've have. Seen, there's more choices. There's a lot more choices. Um, but especially if you do have a very traditional red and green palette mm-hmm. of your decorations, and there's already tension in the home, the idea of bringing all this fire energy, even if it is Santa's or bows or wreaths, we're talking about fire energy because it's predominantly this bright fire engine, right. fire engine red color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so the, I would think you have to you have to take that into consideration. Yes. And particularly one where there's conflict within individuals within the family. And then also sometimes those extra things that come into the space, just, you know, they they can clutter up space. They can make rooms feel a little claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going for cozy, right? Right. We're going for cozy, and all of a sudden it's claustrophobic. Yeah. I have no place to put my drink down because the holiday decorations are on every surface. Yeah. I'd like to go back to that red area, be, that oh, red okay. talk, because mm-hmm. I can remember like some very specific things in my childhood, and it was when you were still in that learning phase. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're talking Something like 94. Something tells me you're going to tell, tell a story on me here. What's coming? Uh, no, it's me. I'm involved in it as well. <laughs> oh, oh, good. I'm involved okay. in it as well. But, I mean, because at the time, I think I was suffering from migraines. I was oh. suffering from pretty bad acne on yeah. my, my cheeks yeah. um, where it was just very red. Yes, was you the, were. It was so red. And I remember you making an announcement like, no more red in Christmas. <laughs> no more red. <laughs> and you just kind of, you just said like, that's just what it is. And we had to like, we eliminated. <laughs> I don't know if we like threw them away necessarily that year, no, but like we just no, weren't we allowed to we bring it out of the box. It didn't come out of the box. None of the ornaments that had red, they put it back in the box. Like, you can and pull I it mean, out and appreciate it. I remember it. you guys mocking me a we bad did. bit. We you did. mocked me <laughs> that I was saying, don't, those red ornaments are not coming out of the box <laughs> this year. So every other color, but no red. Yeah. Just trying to calm the energy down yep. in the house. Yeah. And, and it was, yeah. I mean, that was back in like the mid 90s mm-hmm. that we were doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I do think it's, I do think it's... I think it kind of worked, but, you know, that was my... That was my... Maybe it was... We a, were young, though. <laughs> you were young, We were in yeah. Catholic school, so... Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> I do remember Tyler as well having a reaction, like, what? You know, this is this crazy. This was before Pinterest. This was before Etsy when, you oh, know... yeah, yeah. We always did things a little bit differently, but yeah. taking the red out of Christmas seems... <laughs> seemed really wild back it then. It seemed, well, you know what? And, hey, we were on the edge. What we can were, we say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But in, you know what? We became, you became aware of symbolism. Absolutely. At least I, 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 in some level, I communicated why I didn't want, we didn't need the red. Correct. We need to keep things ca- a little calmer. Yes. And so all of a sudden you learn symbolism. Yes. So there's many different ways to decorate now without red. There's so many oh. more options. So if it is something, maybe even you're listening to this and thinking, yeah, I've come to hate the holidays because I'm stressed out. And maybe you find that you get in more arguments with your spouse around this time or your children. It might be something to consider about either just not putting out the red this year or you know, if you're in a position that you're thinking, oh, my decorations are old. I wanted to kind of do a refresh right. to pick a new color 
theme mm-hmm. uh, that eliminates mm-hmm. that those fiery colors. Yes, yes, exactly. It's you know it's a fun time of year. You know, and if we if you kind of circle back and be thinking that it's it's getting darker outside, yeah. we do need light, right? We, we do, do need that that flickering candle light, some version of it, yeah. whether it's a real candle or not. That's not the issue, right? But right. we do need that sense of a place to come home to. Um, you know, my dad. Uh, uh, his uh, lost his mother when he was a toddler, like maybe before two, his mother passed. And um, uh, he lived with his uncle. And, you know, it's not a terribly sad story, but it's tragic when mm-hmm. someone loses their parent very early on. And um, so he had his father, but he lived with his uncle for, for some years. And um, it was interesting. Uh, you know, you know these stories, but you don't think about them. And uh, one Christmas, I remember my dad saying, you know, I always love these houses that have the candle in the window. Mm. Yeah, but one that singular candle in the window and he th- I knew he wanted that he would like oh we could do maybe some year we could do that so to speak okay. and you know in, in hindsight I look back and go, oh there was the meaning there you know that calling being having a place of home having the family very yeah. reassuring so you know sometimes put the you know connect the dots of what you're trying to hold you're trying to fill to make yourself feel better yeah and, he, and my dad did it, and it was, the house looked great. That's you know? awesome. It's yeah. a, just a sweet little story about there's something always more going on than you think. Very true. Very true. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on our talk about decorating for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, starting next week, we are actually going to be featuring um, some small business, small female-owned businesses. Female, yes. Um, yep. Yeah. So each uh, week between now and Christmas, we will be featuring uh, one yeah, female-owned business to give you some ideas about holiday shopping. Yeah. Um, we've been alluding to it, but we have our last Saturn Uranus Square on Christmas Eve. And, you know, it's just interesting that the big talk now, we were, last time we were talking about wild weather patterns, we were talking about shortages of airlines, we were talking about shortages of electricity. Here, it looks like the big story will be um, shortages of holiday goods. Could be. Gifts and stuff. So we thought we would bring you some uh, more local options Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and also a way just to support that small business community. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a whole, I could start, I could open up and start talking about what you just said, but I know. we're at the end, so, okay, okay I'll okay. hold all my thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Okay, take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week. Astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and Me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts, to even red doors, mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories.